Hey, what's up you guys? It's Celeste. Uh, pardon the audio quality of this message. I'm uh, not at home with my mic right now, so I'm just using some headphones. I just wanted to let you guys know this episode that we have just reached a thousand members on our Facebook group. So if you're not there, uh, you should be. So come find us on Facebook and join the Unethical Podcast group to celebrate 1,000 members. We are, for the month of August, having a merch discount celebration. 15% off the store at uh, unethicalpodcast.store. That is the full URL, unethicalpodcast.store. 15% off for all of our listeners with code UNPOD1K, and so that's the number one. And if you join our Patreon, there's no better time, in addition to all of our bonus content, including our bonus episodes of Unethical and Private Dicks, you will also get 25% off all merch store items for the month of August. So thanks, you guys, so much for listening. Uh, I hope you'll come join us on Facebook. We love getting to know you. And now it's time for a future presentation. We hope you love the episode. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. Recording in progress. This is a bummer. I wish Tally was here because she is super into this horrible animation style that she probably is going to understand like the references that I make. <laughs> this That's incredibly okay. horrifying, unnerving animation. She's off having fun with her family today. I don't blame her whatsoever. Mm. Hey, here's a question for you guys. Who remembers the 80s? I lived in it, so yes. <laughs> Vaguely. I remember I remember being a kid. I remember uh, I don't remember 80s specifically. I can't, I'm trying to think of an 80s event that I can remember, but nothing. I was just a kid in the 80s. Michael Jackson. I was born very early in the 80s. I'm not telling you when I was born in the 80s. <laughs> Relax, 1980. Oh, fuck over it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm Christy and I'm 41. Okay, thank you. No. Um, beautiful, 41-year-old, beautiful soul. Relax with it. Who cares? Age is just a number. That's what R. Kelly said. No, that's what Edgar Poe said. <laughs> Ew. I remember quite a lot about the 80s. Fluoro clothes. I wore fluoro clothes quite a lot. Pants with stirrups. Stirrup pants. Oh, yeah, those things. Man, I got so many of those as hand-me-downs. In the 80s was like Crocodile Dundee, like the man in Australia. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, everyone loved yeah, him. Yeah, I imagine so. Stonewash Denim. Oh. Stonewash Denim was massive. Um, and I watched a lot of um, Gem and the Holograms and She-Ra, who was He-Man's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I remember a lot about the 80s. Do you remember the Noid? I don't think he ever came to Australia. You're probably right. Yeah. Anybody remember the Noid? 
I vaguely, I don't remember him from being a kid, but I remember him from pop culture references throughout my life, for sure. That's about it, though. Yeah, absolutely. I don't remember the 80s because I wasn't alive. Brag. Yeah. Brag. Hey, hey, I don't look a day over 30. (laughs) (laughs) Until I wrote this episode, I never understood why Adam West was beating the Noid into a bloody mess on Family Guy. But now I understand, Adam. I understand. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know anything about it but i when you said the noid all i know is that i've been hearing that the noid is coming back that's all i've been hearing so i uh, i don't i don't even know what i know he was like a like i know nothing about the noid at all which is fun well now you're gonna know everything about that. i know i'm so excited for this because it's such a weird thing that's in my mind and i don't know why so now i'll know why it's great yeah all right <laughs> here we go the avoid the noid campaign slogan was created to push Domino's Pizza. Their gimmick that they used to stay competitive against Pizza Hut at the time, which was Domino's delivers to you hot and pristine in 30 minutes or less. So the Noid made all the bad things that can happen to a pizza after the 30 minute mark happen. He made the pizzas cold. He flattened the boxes and other bad stuff. I've never seen the commercials really. Uh, but either way, the noise occupation was fucking up pizzas. Yeah, nobody, no wonder nobody <laughs> likes that guy. Pizza's the most worldwide loved food, and this guy wants to fuck with that. Good luck, fuck you, Noid. Pizza is so not where I thought we were going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, I did not think that Noid was going to be like a pizza dispute. Pizza gate. <laughs> yeah, pizza gate. <laughs> If this turns into some weird pizza game, uh, Bill Clinton was dressed as the Noid while he's fucking every kid. I'm gonna be really weird. I was out. about to say, was the Noid on Epstein Island? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Um, it's it doesn't have anything to do with PizzaGate. Uh, I do wish that pedophilia wouldn't come up in this story, but it will. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh I'm always right. I'm always right about the worst shit. I don't For like fuck's it. sake. For fuck's sake! Again, got him. I got yeah. I got a I got a real question though. Is, is Domino's the first people to ever offer the half hour free delivery thing? Like, is that like their? As far as corporate, yes, this was yeah. the first. Uh, small sort of you know mom and pop pizza shops did that kind of gimmick, but yeah, as far yeah. as corporate, this was the first big name one because Domino's plan, the business plan, was to have a Domino's basically on every block. And so they would always be able to get the pizza to you in 30 minutes or less, no matter where you are. Huh. Okay. That's, uh, I remember these, I remember the buy pizza, get one or free, if not there within half an hour. And there's ways to try and fuck with them. Like, I remember like, I was only a kid. So I remember being like, we could like, cause we'd only do this. Cause I live in the country. We'd only do this like for at the hotel or something. So we'd be like, we could just like, call the hotel and just like get them to stop them or something like we'd have such stupid kid ideas don't answer the door yeah exactly don't answer the door there was actually a lot of that uh the main thing was people would keep their porch lights off to make Uh, sure that the pizza didn't arrive within 30 minutes uh, in his autobiography the ceo uh co-founder and ceo tom monahan he uh wrote that he used to have to accompany delivery drivers because they would be ordered to colleges and then the frat boys would steal the pizza. Like while the guy was delivering a pizza, the frat boys would go to the car and steal the pizzas that were in the car 
steal the pizzas. <laughs> and so he wow. used to accompany them with a meat tenderizer to beat the shit out of <gasps> Fat Boys. A meat tenderizer? That was his weapon of choice. That's yeah. awesome. I'm okay. I'm terrified right now because I was going to avoid telling this story. But since you said that story, I might as well tell it now. Uh, we did this on multiple occasions. And what our trick would be is we would call and order 25 pizzas, 25 large pepperoni pizzas, and they would come. But you can't carry 25 pizzas, right? So Buddy would walk his ass to the fucking guy and go like, I'm going to come here and get payment. And we'd all come. We lived like down the fucking street. And we'd come up, grab all the pizzas and run off with them. I'm glad there was never a meat tenderizer guy. That's terrifying. <laughs> there was never a meat tenderizer guy. <laughs> Did you do this to some poor, like small business or was this corporate? Oh, it was definitely like, uh, was it, it wasn't Domino's. What's the other one? Uh, Little Caesars. It was Little Caesars. Oh, well. I have mixed feelings. I was a poor college kid and we did it maybe three times. Not a big deal. Yeah, but they offer hot and ready for five bucks, cheap bastard. Yeah. Well, I had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what would ruin your guys' pizza? For me, it would be anchovies. I thought you were going to say ants and I was like, yep, ants for sure. Oh, anchovies definitely ruins it. Crickets. Uh, mushrooms. Pineapple. Pineapple, it goes on pizza. I'm with Christy. I'm with Christy. I'm with Christy. Australians love it. Pineapple is horrible. Pineapple is the absolute worst thing that has ever grown out of the ground. Okay, no, I love pineapple as a fruit, but it doesn't go on my pizza. What kind of a monster are you? What kind of a... You're calling me a monster. I shook a cat once. Did you guys ever watch the the Breaking Bad movie? uh yes el camino el dorado or el camino yeah. <laughs> el dorado, that was a good movie that was a much better movie el dorado is a brilliant movie <laughs> yeah. Different uh, one. yeah el camino he's sitting in the thing with walter and uh jesse he says anyone who doesn't like pineapple is an asshole i've never felt so attacked in my life <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh, pineapple is terrible and it doesn't belong on pizza ever but no actually the worst offender because you can pick toppings off the worst yes. offender for ruining a pizza is overcooked crust. Oh, True. yeah. And that's probably one of the things that the Noids did. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Noid. Segway. The Noid is created uh, by Will Vinton Studios, the same folks responsible for the deeply unsettling California Raisins ads. I remember those. I definitely mm-hmm. remember those. They had a cartoon too, didn't they? Yes. Because I remember liking that. But. I can't remember anything about it, but I just remember being like, oh, California raisins. That's cool. I don't know why. Raisins would ruin a pizza. Yeah, they I would. I tried it. You'd be okay to have raisins on your pizza, but not fucking pineapple. It depends. If it was like, <laughs> if it was like pesto with like feta and raisins and like spinach or something, then that'd be good. That is not a pizza. If you put it on a crust, it's a pizza. Oh, I hate it. You go to a restaurant and they put like fucking avocado and pumpkin and fuck. I'm like, this is not a fucking pizza. Yes. Not a pizza. You're not a pizza. My boyfriend, because of Ninja Turtles, (laughs) will eat anchovy and pineapple pizzas. No. There you go. Michelangelo. Yeah. I I do love that this is the most heated debate we've had on this show and it's about pizza. So let's keep going. (laughs) Hey. Isn't that from the 90s? Isn't that from the 80s? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Because the movie was like 1990. I think 89 yeah. was the first movie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the show would have been out before that. 
Oh, did I just know something about the 80s accidentally? Whoa! Yes. So, <laughs> you did it. You did snuck it, it in there. <laughs> April Wets or Nets had no business being that thick. April O'Neil? God damn. That's, uh, that's the first iteration of Dana Scully that I wanted to smash. You know what I mean? April O'Neil? Uh-huh. She's basically Dana Scully from the 80s. Mm. Mm. God damn it. Now I can't think about anything. I need my pencils. Pine Sol. Ugh, sh- sh- all right. I must fraught. <laughs> okay. Well, um, the Noid. So they created the Noid using claymation and Pons Mar provided the voice. So you may have heard Pons work as additional voices for the also incredibly terrifying 1990s TV show Dinosaurs, which is featured heavily in my nightmares. I fucking hate that. Bobby loves that show. Me too. I, I love it. it. Not the mama. I love that show. It's great. Good show. Jim Henson. Jim Henson production. Come on. Jim Henson is a legend, but that show sucked. (laughs) No. I think I watched everything Jim Henson growing up. Like, my mom loved it. She was addicted to it. So, everything. Fraggle Rock. Yes. I remember my mom making me watch Fraggle Rock. The Muppets were big, too. So, like, I watched a lot of, like, the Muppet movies and stuff pass not all the muppets muppets are okay muppets christmas carol is like a classic but oh yeah so good yeah the best christmas carol it is it's the best one it is um so like the tv show dinosaurs and the california reasons in my opinion the noid was unbelievably creepy he had massive teeth these weird bunny ears he was like weirdly anthropomorphic and he was made in that jerky claymation creep factor style the claymation is actually impressive though Especially for that time. You know how long that shit takes. It's unreal. The Nightmare Before Christmas took 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Robot Chicken, who did that forever, right? Uh, they would make 15-minute long episodes, and I think it would take them, like, a month. And they had, like, teams, you know? like, mm. And they knew what they were doing. God, I hated Robot Chicken, though. It sucked. <laughs> I had such a crush on Seth Green. Such a crush. Yeah, love him. Love Seth Green. Oh, I like Seth Green, but I don't like... I, I was never a robot chicken fan. Like I've liked other things that he's done, but I've been okay with all the controversy you've brought into the show so far, Sarah. I actually appreciated it, but uh, dissing robot chicken might very well <laughs> uh, be the most insulting thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> and the show. Think for yourself. <laughs> well, I'm a dingus. What do I know? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dingus fee stoodle rumble. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so the Noid campaign debuted in 1986, which was the same year that CEO Tom Monaghan published his autobiography, which was called Pizza Tiger. Uh, In his autobiography, he referred to the employees at Domino's as Dominoids, and they are the namesake of the Noid. Dominoids. (laughs) This guy sounds like a fucking nerd, and I like him. Oh, you won't. So despite the creep factor, the Noid was a huge sensation, which led to massive merchandise sales. There were also two video games, Avoid the Noid on PC and Yo Noid on NES. Uh, Fun fact, according to these games, the Noid has missiles. And I think we all know what that means when your pizza is late. I'm not doing it. CBS was also going to make a television show based on the Noid. But uh, it was scrapped because anti-obesity moms didn't want their kids to get fat from watching the pizza show. 
or something. I think it was just like, this is just one big advertisement. How dare you think we're so stupid? Something like that. Uh, whatever. So in the 80s, there was just no way for television audiences to avoid the Noid. And this proved very problematic for one viewer in particular. A 22-year-old man named Kenneth Lamar Noid of Albany, Georgia, was fuming because he believed the ad campaign was targeted specifically against him to make everyone hate him. Oh. Are you serious? I am serious. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Wow. I can imagine it, though. Like, imagine they call all the fucking assholes that go to, like, uh order or get your any old person that's in front of you at the the convenience store cashing in 15 fucking uh lottery tickets while you just want to get a drink <laughs> and they start calling them the studelies i'd be or the students <laughs> like oh there's studels there i could see why that would be like fuck that guy i don't want to be known as the guy who fucks up pizzas you know i, I get that i hear dingus is an insult all the time yeah so his last name was noid poor bastard well the campaign slogan is avoid the noid so, I mean, imagine though, imagine being a fly on the wall in that room where his friends are taking the piss out of him because oh, he's the noid. You know, that it, it weigh on you. So, we actually have two folks in here who have unfortunate last names. So, come on, you have a little bit of sympathy, I'm sure. No, dingus is a very common insult. Like, I've, <laughs> I've literally met people that are like, oh, I'm going to have to stop using that now. And I've heard it in several podcasts that are like, oh, yeah, like talking about like true crime, calling criminals, oh, yeah, dingus. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm not a murderer. Oh, yeah, dingus. (laughs) Last time we had Becky, last time we had Becky Downer and Richard was like, it's such a downer. Oh, no offense to Becky Downer. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Love you, Becky. (laughs) Yeah, fucking right. Love you, Becky. Uh, but I thought Dingus wasn't your real last name. I thought you were just like doing like a Kent Chungus no. thing where you just had a different. No, that's a real last yeah, name. Yeah, is it derogatory? I'm gonna use Dingus. I still I use it to my kids. I call him Dinga Dingai. What are you my two <laughs> Dingai up to? Oh, that's what we call ourselves in the plural, <laughs> the Dingai family. That's like me and my parents. There you go. But yeah, yeah, my my parents, their last names are Dingus. My grandparents, their last names are Dingus. It's a family name. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Dingus. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. I narrowly avoided my grandmother's maiden name was Winkleman. Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine being Celeste Winkleman. <laughs> <laughs> that does make you giggle. Right? I've always been like, Brown sucks. It's such a common name. And then I found out that I could have been a Winkleman. And I was like, you know what? Brown sucks. pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, imagine just like like brown is pretty normal so but like dingus i guess dingus is kind of the same as the noid thing except for it's not as big right like it's not the noid was huge at the time right but people do use dingus but it's like a very light yeah it's not a mat like it could be so much worse like dingus yeah. isn't really like that intense it's kind of a fun playful yeah it's like a playful insult right it's yeah not, yeah it's not cunt you know <laughs> exactly like that's different yes. that's a different connotation yeah, if my last name was cunt, that'd be yeah. a lot like a lot different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a news there's a newsreader in Perth, um, a reporter, and his name when he first started on the TV, his name was Jordan Cunts. So K-U-N-T-Z. 
And in like in Australia, that's just fucking hilarious. Like, I mean, it's hilarious everywhere, but in Australia. But now he's been on the TV for a couple of years now. He's changed his last name to Cuts, so K U T T S, because one time, like, I was watching it, and he's like, Jordan Cuts reporting for for Channel Seven, and I was like, That's not your name. (laughs) That's not your name. You changed your name. (laughs) I used to wait for him to come on. Jordan cunts, but no, he's changed it. I've cowered. I say absorb, like lean into that. You you say cunts, you say it like extra every time. Like I'm Jordan cunts. You you lean into that shit because people are going to appreciate it more. Changing it makes you look like a coward. I'm I'm mad at that guy. What's funny about Dingus is my boyfriend's last name is Baggett. And so if we get married, he's going to take Dingus because either way we're screwed. Hyphenate. Bag of dingus. <laughs> Bag of dingus. <laughs> or it could be like one of those those new age couples, yeah, that smash them together, right? Like you could be like, ding it. <laughs> dingus. <laughs> ding bag. Ding bag. <laughs> Love it. Apparently, dingus comes from the Dutch word dinges, which means. Of course, it's Dutch. Thing. Oh, okay. So a dingus is really a thingus, according to the dictionary. I'm a thingus. <laughs> my last name's my last my last name's Dutch too. It's my wife's last name. Janssen. So it's yeah, Janssen. Sweet. Yeah. We've got something in common. <laughs> yeah, me and Richard are Germans over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hail. Yeah. Hail. Am I allowed to say hail alone without the Hitler part? Can I say just hail? Well, usually, usually you say hail Satan. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mr. Noid. So he believed that Tom Monahan, aka Pizza Tiger, specifically was out to get him. He was convinced that Tom was not only monitoring him at all times, but that he himself, the CEO of Domino's, broke into his apartment. Okay. Not, <laughs> and not to do anything either, just to have a look. I want to see where the real Noid lives. <laughs> <laughs> they were making a tv show they were designing his house yeah that's so is this man the only person on the planet with the last name noid because i'm not the only person in the planet with the last name dingus well one of his parents had the last name noid but like outside of his family but that's the interesting part about the world right now it doesn't matter how many people are offended if one person's offended then the shit goes loose like that is the only guy out of all the noids that was probably offended but I'm sure he caused a fucking ruckus. We're about to see what he happened. But I, I one guy, you know, <laughs> like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he did yet. So I shouldn't say fuck that guy. But <laughs> it's not, not everything's about you. Not everything's about you though. You know what I mean? Like just because something has your last name doesn't mean it's about you. You selfish. Like that's ego. Yeah. And that's what I'm wondering ego. is how many other people with the last name Noid are watching this and laughing, you know, and having a good time with their friends and not at all pissed off. Oh yeah, they were using it to pick up ladies at the bar. Oh yeah, for I'm sure. the Noid, bro. I'm the Noid. I'm uh, the Noid, and I want to talk to you later on tonight. I promise I won't ruin your pizza. I'll give you a pie, but it won't be a pizza pie, anyways. Yeah, that's like the frat boy version of like if somebody had the last name Noid in this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Kenneth's stress began from the first time he saw one of the Noid ads and continued for the full three years of the reign of the Noid until finally Kenneth had just had enough. 
To exact his revenge on that rat bastard Tom Monahan, on Monday, January 30th, 1989, around noon, Kenneth strolled into a Chambly, Georgia Domino's armed with a 357 Magnum where he encountered Sean Burnsed, who was 21 at the time. What a Monday, am I right? <laughs> Mondays. I hate Mondays. Mondays. <laughs> Wasn't that an 80s thing too? Mondays. Did they, I, did they know it have a jingle? Because I, I was thinking about jingles. Oh. 80s were full of jingles. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe. I bet yeah. he had a jingle. Maybe. Ding dong. Here comes Annoyed. I got a gun. No, I don't know. I, I'm not good <laughs> I got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so Kenneth pointed the gun at Sean and the other employee who was working that day. And he explained that he wanted money from Domino's for using his name to make the Noid. And to get that bastard Tom Monahan on the phone. <laughs> So while Sean was on the phone with a woman on the Domino's safety hotline, Kenneth felt he wasn't being taken seriously. And so he fired two shots into the ceiling before yelling loudly enough for the woman on the phone to hear that he would kill Sean if she sent the police. And then he took the phone from Sean and he hung it up. It's just so like, like, what do you think? You think you're going to go to the Domino's and get a hold of the CEO? Like, how does that compute in your mind? You know? I, anyways, keep going. I, I just, I'm trying to put myself in his place and understand how mad he is. And like, why would your motivation be that? I just don't, I guess maybe he's trying to call or whatever for years. I don't know. I don't understand why that is the best plan. <laughs> anyways. Let's find out. So shortly after uh, Sean called the safety hotline, a hostage negotiator phoned the store. Kenneth told the negotiator that he wanted $100,000 in cash and a white limousine to escape from the scene. While he waited, uh, he said that he would release one hostage if he was provided a copy of The Widow's Son. So spoiler alert, it's not even a little bit relevant, but because of the whole Catcher in the Rye thing, I wanted to know what it was about. So if you're like me, I'm going to tell you. Uh, So it's one story told with two different versions. In both versions, a widow who sacrificed a lot for her only son is talking excitedly with neighbors because uh, she's confident he's about to receive a scholarship and all of her hard work is going to pay off. Her son is riding his bike too fast down a hill, and in one version, he swerves to avoid his mother's hen that's in the street, and he dies in the resulting crash. And the mother can't fathom how he valued a hen's life above his own life. But all the neighbors gossip because they think he swerved because he was more afraid of her wrath than he was of the crash, even though she totally doted on him. In the second version, uh, she's talking to the neighbors and some neighbor says that she dotes on her son too damn much and it pisses her off. So in this version, he's riding his bike too fast and he doesn't swerve and instead he kills the hen. And so his mother beats him about the head with the hen's corpse in front of all the neighbors instead of doting on him because she was called out by the neighbors because eggs and pride. But in both versions, he was going so fast because he had received the scholarship and he was excited to tell her about it. And in both versions, her neighbors are assholes. Yes. So anyway, find symbolism for yourselves. This is an 80s. Is this an 80s thing? Just making ridiculous demands of the police. So you let hostages go like a white limo. I don't know. He didn't really explain. Um, He didn't explain why the book was important either. 
That's what I mean. Like, why it reminds me of that movie Airheads from the 90s. You remember? And they're like, we want uh, the gas for a bunch of shit, like a naked picture of B. Arthur. And like, <laughs> anyway, it's just so random shit to ask the cops. The cops actually give this shit up. Like, that's the thing I've always thought. Like, they ever go, like, you know what? Let's give them anything they want. Like a helicopter on the roof? Sure. No, no problem. They're trained yeah. specifically not to. They're trained specifically to be like, well, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time so that they can figure out a plan of action. They don't ever yeah. negotiate with them, really. Um, mm. But regardless of why the book was important to him, it wasn't important enough because he welched on releasing a hostage when the book was brought to him. Uh, so the police, despite Kenneth's demands, did arrive on scene in a very big way. And fortunately, Kenneth did not kill Sean. Uh, the police said that when they were trying to talk to Kenneth, he was irrational at times and then rational at others, and that sometimes he would say he wanted a private plane to Mexico, but then he would forget that he'd asked for it. How do you just forget that you asked for a private plane to Mexico? Did I get my white limo yet? White limos are so tacky. <laughs> and and with the with the book, what's his thing with chickens? Like, because the chickens reoccur but so i'm thinking maybe like what did his parents scar him with chickens is that the, the deal with the book is that why it was brought up i assume it's more of a mom thing i mean i mean i think parents were still scarring their children with chickens in the 80s you know my parents told me about seeing chickens get their heads lopped off so like maybe maybe that just did something to it it's interesting how we all took something different from that because what i thought from that book was that it was like it doesn't matter what you do. It always ends with a shitty result. Uh, and that's the way he was thinking, right? That's why he wanted that book. But Celeste took it like mommy issues. And then you took it like he's scared of chickens. Well, like mental illness problems. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I get that. But I mean, we all took that in a different way, which I find very uh, hmm, tell telling of our different lives. Yeah. What is that? Psychology, cynicism, and paranoia with the chicken <laughs> chickens mental, mental health mental yeah. illness <laughs> okay yeah. i don't know why the chickens stuck out to me i was like man these chickens it was just one chicken <laughs> well i guess because there were two different versions of the story my brain was like oh two chickens even though there's only one chicken yeah yeah an ethical book review the widow's son not that i read it interesting what's up with the chickens so five hours into the hostage situation, Kenneth got hungry and he asked Sean to make him two pizzas with everything on him. Uh, Sean obliged, but Kenneth told him not to cut the pizza. Maybe he was afraid that Sean would attack him with the pizza cutter. But Sean did it. Clearly his training taught him nothing. You're not supposed to give the Noid the pizza. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe he didn't cut the pizza because he didn't want him to ruin it. Fucking noids ruining my day. You have obviously ruins pizzas too now. now. Obviously, the characters about you, like you're just proving them right by doing this. You douchebag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You douchebag. Yeah. You're being the noid. You're actually being the noid. You. This is what you. What you hated the most is what you have become. Yep. Mister Noid. While Kenneth was eating his pizza, he put the gun in his lap and he told a negotiator on the phone that he would allow a police officer in to speak with him. So he told Sean that he could go ahead and open the door and let the officer in. But the officer never came in because as soon as Sean opened the door, he bolted. Leaving behind the second employee, by the way. Good on you, Sean. Oh, man. Uh, Kenneth did see Sean run. Sean said he easily could have shot him. 
but he made no attempt to grab his gun. And then the second employee panicked and just ran after Sean. And he could have easily shot that person too, but he didn't. He didn't even pick up his gun. Yeah. Kenneth surrendered a few minutes later around 5 p.m. He was charged with extortion, kidnapping, aggravated assault, and possession of a firearm during a crime. And he was held on $250,000 bond. Wow. Yeah, I don't think he was ever going to shoot anyone. I think this was to get attention of the CEO, right? This was to like, now I'm in the spotlight, motherfucker. Now you have to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the press had an absolute field day with this incident, blessing the front pages with literary genius quips such as dominoes should avoid noid and assault suspect (laughs) annoyed over the use of his name in pizza ads. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Annoyed, noid, uh, went into a void to run alongside, I got nothing. Well done. You're drinking coffee? What time is it? It is 9.34. At not. I was also up at 5 a.m. So okay. Pump my jams. Richard is always (laughs) drinking coffee. I love coffee. I also love coffee. So I'm blaming. I have the palate of a toddler. (laughs) Juice box and chicken nuggies. (laughs) Hey. Chicken nuggies. Chicken nuggies and craft dinner all day. Every day. Hell yeah. Oh, craft dinner with hot dogs. Yeah. I know this is going to set us off into a tangent. I'm sorry. But did you guys try the fucking flavor pack things for craft dinner? The one with like uh, cotton candy flavored craft dinner? Like it's a little flavor pack. I'm not joking. There's like five different ones. No. One of them is cotton candy. It's so gross. But they have a jalapeno one that's amazing. They have a pulled pork one. They have a poutine one. They have something else too. Never even heard of this. I have not heard of it. Oh, this. I'll show you guys. I'll I'll post it on our wall. It's unethical as fuck. I'm posting it on our wall after. Who <laughs> makes cotton candy? We're calling you out, Kraft. It's goddamn unethical of you. Yeah. <laughs> so is, is Kraft dinner, is that like mac and cheese? Yeah. Okay, so Domino's had a ton of negative publicity from this. And even though they said that it had nothing to do with Kenneth, they retired the Noid for a while. And it couldn't have happened at a worse time for Domino's because they were also coming under serious fire because the pressure the delivery drivers were under to get pizza delivered in 30 minutes or less was proving extremely dangerous. By 1989, when this happened, Domino's drivers had been the cause of more than 20 fatalities. But the gimmick wasn't scrapped until 1993 when they were forced to pay $79 million to a woman when one of their drivers ran a red light and hit her car and she ended up with severe neck and head injuries. Uh, None of the 20 plus fatalities families got anywhere near that much. The largest payout was $2.8 million. That's what I want to understand about Kenneth though is like, is he a poor boy from a poor family? Like just sue Domino's. Like if in a civil suit or something, he probably could have gotten a payout in court for them using his name or something you know like he probably could have gotten a judge to agree on that they they would have settled yeah but when he when he held that place up yes for a hundred thousand dollars he could have got that yeah. easy if not more in a settlement you know yeah for sure and the the thing about the uh what i was gonna say is the drivers too if you didn't deliver it on time they wouldn't uh, the pizza wouldn't take the hit i this is from what i understand from my pizza delivery friends when i was in toronto is like the company would ding you for your not making it there on time that was never true with Domino's. 
I did look okay. it up. Their policy was never to take it out of the paycheck. Their policy okay. was that if you can't meet their standards, you would be fired after a certain amount of infractions. I feel like that's just as fucked up. Yeah. It's worse, actually. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one or two pizzas you miss, what is that, eight bucks, 12 bucks? You know, I miss a couple pizzas or I just don't have a job. Wow. They weren't even free. Domino's deal wasn't free in under 30 minutes. It was, I believe, when it first started in like the 60s, it was like, uh half a dollar i think it was it was like 50 percent or 50 cents off of a pizza uh it eventually went up to half off and then uh they took it down to three bucks off so when this oh. happened it was i think it was three dollars off if your pizza was late so it wasn't like i don't understand why they were i assume they just wanted to keep their jobs tom was fierce with his employees he had incredibly high standards for the people who were allowed to work for Domino's. You had to be a dominoid. You had to meet the standards of a dominoid. Is this guy like super, like uber rich? Like, is he like a high hundreds million dollar guy? Or oh, yeah, yeah th- these guys are all like psychopaths, and all they look mm-hmm. at you as a small person in their company. You're like a hammer or a screwdriver or yeah. a, a a tool. You're a tool. You're not a person. So they will push you. I've I've had guys like push me on purpose knowing that I can't succeed just to see how far they can push me, which is nuts. Right. That's like wrong person. You do that too. They come in with guns, you know, that's, uh, Mm I don't know, man, like high level money makers like that are fucking scary because they don't care. All it's about the money. It's about having more money than their buddy. That's all. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. There were some things that he really cared about, but his employees wasn't one of them. Well, let's see. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what happened to Kenneth? We'll go back into Kenneth. So he was in fact determined to be suffering from paranoid schizophrenia. Ah, okay. This makes sense. He was, he was found not fit to stand trial. So, uh, he was eventually in front of a judge found not guilty by reason of insanity on February 17th, 1989. So this was the following month. He spent three months in the Georgia Mental Health Institute before being paroled. And upon his release, he remained in Georgia for a time before moving to Tallahassee. He lived there for three years before committing suicide in 1995 at the age of 28. That's sad. Sad. Poor guy. And that kind of shows me that he didn't get the help that he needed in the first place. Exactly. You know, like that time that he spent in that institution didn't teach him any skills to deal with his depression or deal with the schizophrenia in this case you know like they didn't teach him anything long term to use they probably just medicated him and people like that don't want to be medicated for sure and it's all probably coupled even with medication and stuff uh having a criminal record like that and knowing what the shit that you did no criminal record not guilty ah yep not guilty but i mean Okay, I guess nobody would ever know then. It would only be him who would know. Still, okay, well, interesting. The, I feel bad for him. I feel bad that's mental health like that is fucked, especially in the States. Like, he probably couldn't even afford it even if he wanted his pills, you know? Absolutely. So uh, at the time of his death, he was married. He had two daughters. Do- I'll tell you, it is impossible to find any information about who Kenneth was. Everything that I'm about to tell you comes from his three-paragraph obituary. Nobody cared about this man. All they cared about was dominoes in the press coverage. So he was married. He had two daughters. Both of his parents were still alive. And he had two brothers and one sister. 
Um, all of these people have different last names except for his sister and mother. So they may have changed their names or the family was very blended. Uh, I also know that his daughters were still living in Georgia while he was living in Tallahassee. Uh, he was a veteran. He was a member of the Baptist church and he enjoyed quilting so much that he was part of a quilting organization. And that's all I know about Kenneth. That's super sad. Yeah. That's uh, really sad. Especially as kids that aren't even around him. Like I didn't know that part. That probably doesn't help with his uh, mental health. And then being a veteran, like that's gotta be tough too with mental illness rough all around yeah this is one of those cases where the bad where you read the headline but the bad guy is the victim right yeah i wonder if maybe the paranoid schizophrenia is what led to him being eventually discharged from the army or you know whatever branch he served in in which case the army is then responsible for also not helping him for just being like this is the rest of the world's problem now you know yeah all i know is that he was a member of uh what's it called the american legion Okay. That's it says so in his obituary. That's the only reason I even know he's a veteran. Yeah. I did look it up. I actually did specifically look up what if civilians can be members of American Legion and you can't. So cool. Oh, poor guy. And you know what though? Like, did he hurt anyone going in there with the gun? Who's if did anybody really like we say he's the victim is the bad guy, but like uh, yes, sure, he's a bad guy. But at the same time, he's also a sick person, you know. Uh, so was he really a bad guy? No, he was just really sick. If you would have hurt someone, I would have felt less bad, but he just made a spectacle of it and wanted to read a fucking stupid book and no, and he wanted to roll up a pizza. Like it was a burrito and eat it that way. Cause he didn't want to cut. Yeah. Well, no one around him helped him cope. This is obvious because he was being tortured by the Noid for three years. He genuinely believed this was a personal attack against him that made the people around him make fun of him and then avoid him, avoid the Noid. But they were probably just avoiding his paranoid outbursts instead of helping They probably him. weren't even making fun of him. They probably yeah. weren't even making fun of him. He did yeah. tell the police that people were, were... Yeah, but that's what... Par- isn't that schizophrenia, though? Like, you could have paranoid delusions? Like, isn't that part of schizophrenia? Yes, absolutely. But he was probably being made fun of because he was a schizophrenic, not because annoyed yeah. was telling people to, <laughs> to and it was the it. 90s it's not like it is now well no he caught he said in uh to the police at some point he did say that people would would say that to him say oh i'm gonna avoid the noid i'm avoiding you uh, like people did take the piss out of him a little bit a normal way but the actual avoidance was because of the paranoid outbursts i assume but no nobody got him any help yeah it's really sad that for three years nobody noticed that he was taking that as a personal slight, even though it wasn't, you know, people were just acting normal and just like he said, taking the piss on him. And I'm sure it was his friends or coworkers or whatever. And so that's really sad that none of them cared. I think he was probably alone. I think in the few times he spent time with people, it was probably family and they probably said the annoyed comments, whatever, but I think he probably spent most of his time completely alone. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. It is. Um, uh, Like you, Richard, I don't think he ever had any intention of harming the employees. I think he wanted the company, if he was there enough to be able to plan this out, I think he just wanted the company to be forced to retire the Noid Mm. and maybe get a little bit for his pain and suffering. Worst case scenario, he may have wanted to kill that bastard Tom (laughs) Monk. But guess what? Tom Monahan is actually a huge piece of shit. 
Oh, uh, is this where the child molestation comes in? It sure does. <laughs> I'm excited for the child molesting, though. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> Here is why Tom Monahan is a piece of shit in order of shittiness. Ascending order of shittiness. One, he is ironically obsessed with calling down fatties, despite building his business around greasy, fatty pizza. Wow. Two, he wrote in his autobiography that he kicked the shit out of an employee he just fired. Can we kick the shit out of him? Uh, he's 84, so it wouldn't really be a fair fight. But if your grandpa would kick the shit out of him, yes, please. Just push him down the stairs. <laughs> just push him on the ground. <laughs> yeah, just knock him over. <laughs> just stand around the other corners, wait for him to walk by and scare the fuck out of him. There's lots of ways to kill heart him. Attack. Give him a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Absolutely. Number three. He allegedly used company money to finance a suspected religious cult called Word of God. Four, he hates gay people and was the main backer for a group that pushed to exclude homosexuals from protection under the Human Rights Ordinance in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Five, he personally sponsors Operation Rescue, which seeks to prevent women from getting abortions and threatens doctors who perform them with physical violence. Six, his magazine, Credo, published a very anti-Semitic letter in September of 2002, where they blamed all the reports of Catholic priests molesting children on the Jews. Seventh and finally, through his organization with some bullshit Latin name, which I will call OBS, which was created specifically to defend priests against allegations of sexual abuse, he funded the legal defense of a Catholic bishop who confessed to four counts of producing child abuse material, even though he had previously preached that he wanted to build a community that was entirely free of premarital sex, contraceptives, and pornography. This guy, you could have just, you could have avoided saying all steps run through seven and said he's over 80, but you know, <laughs> it just sounds like a fucking old crotchety doesn't want to move with the times asshole like are you serious uh, all these things man like every hot button issue you're on the wrong side of fuck you man <laughs> like every one of even, them like i don't even know where to fucking start with that list <laughs> Jesus let's Christ. just start with fuck that guy yes i was yes. at a bakery the other day and this lady accidentally just accidentally knocked over her cane and it hit me and because it had disrupted my conversation with the cashier, and because I was in a bad mood, I wanted to pick that up and beat her with it. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> that this man is 84. Somebody should scare him around a corner and give the man a heart attack. Like, what is this? Oh, my God. I want to beat him with his walker. Like, that is a man that should be beat with his cane. Like, sorry to the little yeah. old lady in the bakery. You don't yeah. deserve it. This man does. <laughs> The whole like protecting the priests, like come on, man, it's it's over. Are you serious? It's like people defending Bill Cosby. Get the fuck out of here, Judge Mathis. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That wasn't no, no, no. Don't you disrespect Judge Mathis on the show? That was Judge Joe Brown. Sorry, Judge Mathis is correct. Sorry, I did that backwards. Judge Joe Brown, fuck off. But yeah, uh, it's over, man. Come on. And the the Jews thing. What are you? This is 1943. Come on, man. Like <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, I really don't. I. I am not of the young age and maybe I'm going to be this crotchety old man when I'm 80, but I'm going to try to at least not be, you know, this guy doesn't even sound like he's trying. I don't know any old people that are anywhere near this bad. They're all just pretty cool with everything. I mean, you, he's using his magazine. He's using all of the, this wealth that he has built up. He didn't just like suddenly wake up old and like pissed off at Jews and gay people. Like he's been pissed off at Jews and gay people like his whole life. 
you know yeah but it, for, for but like, those to uh, be 40 40 years ago when he was 40 everyone not everyone but it was a lot more normal to be like that he just yeah. didn't shift his perception of like how you should be in society he just went like i'm doubling down and i'm i'm like against abortion still guys i'm doing it and everyone's like why man what do you care because i care it's like yeah but you shouldn't care at all it has nothing to do with you but it jesus and you're like what is jesus and he calls it the rescue me? mission to try to make it sound so but i mean like uh, it's pretentious okay well uh, if they if they start allowing abortions there's going to be way less kids to molest <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Those are usually the unloved ones. They'll be the ones that are be easy to pick up. Yeah, no one's paying attention to them. His agenda is entirely self-serving. Oh, it's so bad. This really is Pizzagate. And I take great, and I cannot emphasize how great pleasure that I take in saying this. He was a veteran. (laughs) He was a Marine for three years. By mistake, he thought he was joining the army. (laughs) 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 Wow. How do you just walk into the wrong recruiter office? What the fuck? They put down the aptitude test in front of him and he was like, what do you mean this is for the the Marines? And then he just sort of filled it out anyway. (laughs) He's like evil, evil Bubba from uh, Forrest Gump, except for it's not shrimp, it's pizza. (laughs) I'm going to go back and make pizza. Pizza related products. (laughs) <laughs> that's an insult to Bubba Bubba was wonderful that's why I said he's evil he's the evil version he's evil Bubba okay. Bubba was like a pure heart Abub yeah Bizarro Bubba yeah, but, okay fair yeah anyway sorry veteran come disrespect actual heroes by demanding this asshat gets the same level of respect you have shitheads in everything you have shitheads that are veterans you have shitheads that aren't exactly. veterans you have shitheads that are pizza delivery drivers and amazing people who are pizza delivery drivers like it doesn't matter who you are or what you do you can be a shit person yep totally agree with you and that is the entire point i'm trying to get across that is my mission you do a good job let's Mm -hmm. just call a spade a spade yes and a ho a ho yeah (laughs) honestly i'm gonna tell you this i don't think the spade a spade thing's a thing anymore i think that's like a racist thing uh I'm being serious. I'm not even joking. I think it calling is. a spade is like a black person. Yes. No, a spade, a spade was an insult. Spade used to be, a spade was an insult against black people. Oh, I bet the saying the pot calling the kettle black is also probably racist. I've never understood that. Because they're both black. They're oh. both, they were both typically made out of like cast iron. Hypocrite. It's calling someone a hypocrite, right? Well, I've got, I've got silver pots and a white kettle. So that doesn't work. <laughs> Back when they were all made of iron. Oh. Okay, fine. Call a dingus a dingus. We're all <laughs> <laughs> learning. I just, I, I honestly, I got yelled at that on stage like fucking two years ago. And I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm just talking. Like, relax. I'm not even like, I had nothing to do with race when I was talking about. Why are we doing race? Why are we doing race? I'm accountable right to, you know, if I learn it not to do it anymore, I hold myself to that accountability, but I didn't. No, I'm just I telling was, you. I'm I just thought saying, it literally like, was like a piece of gardening equipment. A spade is a spade. Yeah. Not anyway. Okay. So since the incident, 
The Noid was used again when they printed a thousand limited edition t-shirts in 2009. And then again in a wildly insensitive Facebook ad campaign in 2011 where they released a one week only 80s style arcade game called the Noid Super Pizza Shootout. Nice. Do you have rockets in this one? <laughs> no, it was like a shooting range game. Pew pew. Uh, uh, in 2016, the Noid appeared in a far less insensitive pinball machine game called Domino's Spectacular Pinball Adventure. Wait, did I miss something? How was the shooting game insensitive? Uh, the guy, the Noid, the real Noid, the real life Noid went into a pizza shop. With oh, the gun. <laughs> I was thinking like the cartoon Noid, like a cartoon like phaser blaster or something and i'm like <laughs> what like i didn't play the game just you know why did why do you have to call it a shootout that was poorly chosen yeah given the history um okay and annoyed was also very very sneakily almost passive aggressively in my opinion inserted into a number of commercials in the background or in the form of like a toy in 2011 2017 and 2020 but in 2021 dominoes aggressive aggressively brought back the noid in the form of cringy cei that looks like it's on meth uh the campaign was created the 2021 campaign uh in collaboration with uh crash bandicoot on the run which is a mobile game but uh, the Noid also returned back to his old antics in classic style in a, not classic style, still, still meth CGI, but like classic storyline, in a commercial where he is attempting to stop a self-driving delivery service, which is the future of hmm. Domino's. Wow. Noid, you're fucking with just the AI now. You're really making it scary for our future as humans, you asshole. We got to be nice to the machines because the machines are going to take us over unless we're nice, you asshole Noid. Well. Don't yell at your toaster. Kate Trumbull, VP of Advertising, says it's okay. Quote, after 35 years of practice avoiding the Noid, we're pretty confident we know how to defeat it. So it may be... 20 years later but there's really no way to avoid the noid just give him a piece of pizza that's all he wants really i'm sure if that's the case that's the solve 30 years later oh, 30 years later correct i can't believe they brought back the noid like i was not anticipating you to say 2020 2021 like i thought this was gonna be like it ended we're done we're done with the noid like we've gotten over it. no we're not we're not done with the noid because obviously they're fucking lazy and they're like Whatever, doesn't matter if this character caused a man to to end up eventually killing himself. We're just we're too fucking lazy to think up any other ad campaigns. So let's just bring it back. And we refused to ever acknowledge it ever. Oh man. Yeah. And there's little noids out there because Noid Senior killed himself, but there was little noids. Maybe they're uh, gonna be agitated by this now. They are too. not noids, they are Hawkins, I believe. Probably because of the avoid the noid. The noids on the inside. Yeah, avoid the Noid. That's the story, guys. And it wouldn't be here if you weren't bringing back the ad campaign. Congratulations. We'll add Domino's to the list of people that are shitty. Man. Not that I ever ordered from them, but I wouldn't be now. So Tom Monaghan is still making money from Pizza Hut, um, from Domino's? He actually sold his share in Domino's for $1 billion. $1 billion? And he... Yes, $1 billion. He's no longer involved in the company whatsoever, but that doesn't make him any less of a piece of yes, I was going to say, I will, I will now be 
no longer ordering from Domino's if he still makes any money from them. He owned the Detroit Tigers for a long time. I'm looking him up right now because I wanted to see his face. But He did indeed. Apparently, he actually bought them at an unbelievably good time, and he benefited massively from that. Pizza Tiger. But he's the Pizza Tiger. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. talk about him like he's Carol Baskin, so it's awesome. That fucking Tom Mount. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin and that rap bastard Tom Monahan. guys thanks so much for listening head on over to our facebook and instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical just search unethical podcast you can also find us on patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes we are adding fun stuff all the time so you should definitely come and check it out thanks again we appreciate all of you Gotta catch them all.